Getting sober requires a lot more than mind over matter, a lot more than willpower. It's about leveraging the support around you. People in recovery typically need a mix of medical help, emotional support, and changes in lifestyle to manage their addiction, not just mental determination. As both a therapist and someone embracing the recovery lifestyle, there's one tool I always recommend to people needing extra accountability, Soberlink. Soberlink is a high-tech breath analyzer system designed to help you get and stay sober. And here's why I love it. You'll test the same day every day, eliminating testing anxiety. Friends and family receive instant test results, helping you rebuild trust and preventing relapse. Accountability is a part of that, and it's something to really be embraced. Devices have built-in facial recognition, so your support circle knows you're testing, and tamper-resistant sensors flag any attempts at trying to beat the system, so your sobriety is never questioned. So let 2024 be your best year yet. Visit Soberlink.com forward slash T-A-M to sign up and receive $50 off your device. That's Soberlink.com forward slash T-A-M. And let accountability be your guide. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of the Addicted Mind podcast. My name is Dwayne Osterland. I'm your host. And before we start, if you are enjoying the Addicted Mind podcast, if you're getting a lot out of it, please think about writing a review in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I really do appreciate it. And it really does help the podcast get found and seen and helps people get this valuable information. And think about joining our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and type in the Addicted Mind podcast and click join. So our guest today is Avij Gilbert. She is the published author of The Fresh Start Promise 28 Days to Total Mind, Body and Spirit Transformation. She is a wellness and stress management coach and founder of New Life Directions. She has over 30 years of experience working with individuals, groups, conducting seminars, retreats and lectures around the world. And her forte is teaching people how to transform stress into success, clear unwanted habits, and live healthier and happier lives. Avij holds certifications in neurolinguistic programming, NLP, hypnotherapy, substance abuse counseling, behavioral change, yoga, and Qigong. Avij is going to share her wisdom and knowledge and experience of how we can change our situation by how we look at it and how we view it. And we can use the power of the mind from a centered space to be able to create new possibilities. So I hope you get a lot out of this episode. Let's go ahead and start it. All right, everyone, welcome to the Addicted Mind podcast. My guest is Edvij Gilbert. Did I say that correctly? Perfect. Dwayne, right. you are perfect. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we're going to talk about a little bit of your story, but also about your book, Fresh Start Promise and new life directions. 
But before we get into all of that, I, I want to know about you and tell me a little bit about your your history of getting to this place where you wrote this book. My journey began in Cannes, which is the glamorous town known for the film festival each yeah. year. And uh, it was uh, the time of America, what hopefully it still is, but okay, we're not well, going we'll there, the land, the land of opportunities, okay, we're going back to the 50s, and my mother was French, my father was Polish, and they decided to come to America. And things didn't go as planned, so they went through a little little, a lot of stress, and they decided uh, to temporarily put me in the care of my grandmother who lived in Cannes. So basically, the story began in that little town. And because grandmother was in charge of me, I believe she got very uh, scared of bad things happening to me. So the story went that every time I would try something new, she would stop me and say, you can't do it. You and can't do, do it, it for me. You can't do it. So the words that became familiar to me, and maybe it resonates for people listening to this, we have conversation with ourselves. We have a self-talk, right? So right. my primary self-talk was, I can't. And there are times today where I am aware of when challenges come, like <gasps> the voice can come up again, but I know how to tame it because right. nothing disappear. Memory stay is just coping skills that we need to develop. So I grew up in that state, very shy, very insecure, very, and I started using sugar. I mean, sweets to cope. Right? Yeah. Uh, familiar? So the addiction was slow, but became really bad when I came to America. In my 20s, I wanted to be reunited with my parents, so I came here. But of course, the voice didn't go away because I moved. So I had the, I can't. And the panic of New York City, the big hub. So I started uh, <laughs> delving into bagels and brownies, things I never <laughs> knew existed. <laughs> and but they're I really was, good. <laughs> they're really good, but bagel, bagel, bagel. So I developed a lot of issues because my diet primarily was that. And I was really seriously addicted. And to also, let's add a little bit of, those things that cut your appetite, you know, amphetamines that doctors would give you since I was a model. So it was the mix of the letdown of the amphetamines right. plus the rebound, and you understand. So I became big, big for me, being thin, and I gained like 30 pounds in six months. And I knew I needed to find a way out. And the way right. out, didn't just become the body. It was a quest to find the peace within. Because Dwayne, you will relate to that. Any addiction starts with having a big hole inside. Yeah, a big hole that, that was filled with whatever you want to fill it. 
any habitual pattern that we know long term are definitely detrimental to health, to social behavior, to anything. So I went on a quest and I study and I study. And the first thing I study and experience was yoga. So peace, the experience of peace, the experience of being in the moment, which never existed for me, it was always the future or the past, right? The right, present right, yeah. was not anything I could understand except escape from it. <laughs> and you know where to take right. refuge in. So what I really understand today, and as a result of all the study, and I became a counselor in substance abuse, although I never had abuse, but I had abuse, you know, and I became a counselor, and I, and so my book, First I Promise, was really the result of using all my techniques that I had collected through all my stories, my studies, my degrees, on this 28-day rehab. I would test this. I would say, hey, let's do that, use that. And they would report to me and say, oh, God, that was amazing. I escaped a relapse or a, a negative self-talk. So I needed to release it to the world. I, on the journey, without trying, because willpower, Dwayne, is the enemy of change, because you are Absolutely. moving towards, towards the pain. We want to replace pain with pleasure, but healthy pleasure. So meditation became the foundation for me. And I modified it. I studied the serious meditation. You sit there and they leave you there with nothing to do. I worked with mindfulness. and So I have a foundation which is called the three C's. And the three C's stands for calm and then connected centered and connected. I'm centered in the body. I'm calm as I picture an ocean becoming like a lake. I'm centered as I return my attention to the belly, which is the foundation of the power of I can. So, so, yes, so here you are, I'm imagining mm -hmm. you, you're, you're in New York, you're 20. Yes. In, the, yes. in, in all the chaos coming from Khan mm. over mm. here. And mm. if you're a model and you're not meeting those expectations of, I guess, what a model is supposed to be like and food is your way to cope, then a lot of chaos, a lot of craziness. And so you started to find mindfulness as your as a beginning tool to find your way out of that And process. also, Duane, it was hypnosis. I study hypnosis, which I also combine as a tool, a self-hypnosis or having it done as a recording. But hypnosis was really accessing the subconscious because my recording of the voice became a subconscious phenomenon. It wasn't like I was conscious anymore. It was just operating on its own, as you understand that. So... The two things really became very powerful because I realized my weight came off 
on its own without the focus on it. Because the, the issue with addiction is, is not to stay focused on the addiction, is to imagine how you would be free. And I, I, and that's my work. It's stress turned into strength because you begin there, but you don't focus too much. You wonder, you, you know the issue, but the more you focus on the issue, the more it will expand. So we need to move away to what do we want to expand? Make up your story. Imagine the mind doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So it. using using your imagination to start to picture your life the way you want it to be instead of fighting it per se or yes. like what you were saying earlier, like using willpower to try and will it to happen by using your imagination, using mindfulness, using hypnosis to get into a trance state to help you manifest this. That's what I hear what you're saying. Yes. Manifest is a big thing. And of course, it takes discipline to manifest. It's not just thinking about it once in a while. It becomes a daily, daily practice of discipline. But it's not painful discipline. It's just when you feel you are going to the dark side, you want to be able to restore the course by knowing the steps. And I got very clear steps lined up. It's not just meditate. It's just how you do it. There is many processes that I have incorporated in this, in this, on this journey. So it's not just about sitting there. There's something a little more intentional about it. Can you talk about yes. that piece a little bit? Yes, I will. For example, Dwayne, we are together now and people listening are here also, is becoming aware of where you are in this moment, that you are safe in this very moment, sitting there, hearing my voice, hearing when you talk, and narrowing the focus to noticing the shoulders. Are they tight? Can you drop them? As you drop the shoulder, you also signaling your brain, you're dropping the stress. You want to let it go. You become aware of your hands. Are they gripping? Because hands are constantly expressing your stress. You know, we can pick our nails or we can fidget with the hands. So it's about being aware of all those sensations which are the bodily sensations that we want to experience. We're looking to have in the addiction mindset, we're looking to have a shift. And since we don't know the options for that shift, we go to the wrong places. Here, we are creating a place that will get you the results you want, which is to feel relief, to feel the sense of calmness and peace. Because from there, we have clarity to move on and accomplish our goals. 
but we need to clear first before we create. So my clearing is this moment, and then you use your breathing, and the breath becomes conscious. So you feel the air touching the skin of your nose. Each breath is cool air. The out breath is warm air. So you see all those details when can start putting you into that that state of hypnosis, would you say, where you don't have the conscious mind fighting you or doubting you or saying wrong, right. You are in a place of possibilities and receiving. Receiving and, and, and openness. And you had yes. said something earlier that I want to follow up on, which was that our brain doesn't know the difference between yes. this imagined possibility yes. and the, the possibility we're in in the, in the moment, that it doesn't yes. know the difference. Yes. And no. when we manifest that, uh, the, I mean, I guess that helps us manifest that mm-hmm. vision. Yes. There are two steps to my program. It's called the clear and create. The clear is doing this this meditation. I have also a process where you hold fingers to clear emotions because emotions are, are, are the dangers, right? The demons of the emotions coming up, right? The fear, the anxiety, the doubt, the sadness, the grief, the uh, hopelessness, all of this can sabotage us in seconds. So we need to be equipped with toolkit, a box with If I feel this, I'm going to use this. Okay, that's going to work immediately, right? We need to take charge because cravings are waves that go quickly, right? One way or the other to, to dissipate. So the imagination is really the long term uh, the creating, once you have create, who do I want to be instead of that tormented person? How, who would I be? How, how do I look? Maybe for me, it was losing the weight, feeling free, feeling confident, right? Getting rid right. of the voice of I can't and replacing it. Okay, one thing doing is never to leave an open a space of nothingness. We need to replace always. So I replace it with I can, I can, and that's my mantra. I do, I will. I can, I do, I will. I do it in the shower in the morning with the cold shower at the end. You know, I, what do you call it? Swirl around. I spin around and I do, I can, I do, I will. And when you say the words, they connect to images, right? Like mm-hmm. coming on your right. podcast. So it's seeing because seeing will help you move forward. We need to move. We have steps to take. But if you don't know what steps are, why would you move? And I have this, this, this experience, this example to give you about this man in this, in the drug rehab in New York City where I worked. So I would ask them, what do you want from your life? Now you're going to finish your 28 days. What do you want? And they all say, most of them say, we don't want to drink and drug anymore. 
And I'm saying, do you really think that's the answer to give me? And one guy said, I picture myself taking my children to the park. I see myself putting my picnic table with my cloth. I love my red checkerboard cloth on that table. I know exactly the place in the park where they have the wooden table. I can put my cloth. And I would have the food that my kids like. And we would have music that we can dance to. Do you feel the difference? And I said, yes, everyone, this is the answer. Because of this picture, you create a feeling of joy, joie de vivre. The others were focusing on the, oh, I can't drink, I can't drug. And the mind doesn't register the not. They saw drugs, drinking, boom, bam. And all the things they can do. So they were again going on the willpower. But it's not fun. Twain, it's not fun. And I see some people in recovery, they don't know how to have fun anymore. They don't know. They just know they need to be not drinking and drugging, but they don't know. They didn't create the vision. Right. Without that vision, you don't you don't know where you're going, but I think it's deeper than that. What I hear you saying is that when you're having this vision, it's manifested in a very deep way. It's not just, it's a felt experience of manifesting this vision. It's just not saying, oh, I want to go have this picnic. It's like imagining this picnic and really feeling what it would be like to be there in it. And that generates its own energy or f- force that you you said earlier. You said it in French. Uh, joie de vivre. Uh, yeah, joie de joie vivre. vivre. That, that and and what does that mean? Life. The joy joyful life. of life. Yeah, going to have those moments where we cannot always be joyful. I mean, life happens. There are hurricanes. There, are, there is a pandemic. Right. There is a lot of things. But... To find during the day those moments where you tap into your creativity, could it be just music, something that makes you feel good inside. Becoming your best friend, I call it being your inner coach instead of the inner critic, is really also the beginning of the journey. Paying attention to words, for me, was I can, for some of you, could be I should, which is not a good word because it creates stress and pressure on you. Choose. I choose. Oh, that's a good one. I have freedom. And once you give your mind freedom and you become loving to yourself, you need, you will make the good choices, the healthy ones, I believe. <laughs> And you were saying earlier, too, about this mindfulness piece, because if we can't get to that centered, calm space, it's really hard to manifest these visions, I would imagine, trying to to put yourself in that space if you're in distress and chaos and yes so i have a process which actually i'm offering on my contact page on my website which is called dextra 
I created it based on elements that have existed for 3,000 years or more. And it's Chinese practice. It sounds, healing sounds, mixed with Japanese touch of grabbing fingers. And they believe that each finger is an emotion. So, for example, this one, the thumb, if think of children, when they want to soothe themselves, they put it in their mouth. They don't put the second one, the little one, they put the thumb. So the thumb represents calmness. So the sound that goes with it is like a hissing sound that you do while you're holding your left thumb. And you do it three times, and that releases the anxiety and chaos. And you feel that sense of calmness. So it's very, you need to have immediate relief, right? You cannot just say, I have to meditate, but I'm not home. I have no time. Just grab your thumb. You, you're driving. You can even kind of do it. And after a while, your mind is association, associating, grabbing thumb to feeling peaceful. Then you use words. I choose to become right now. I desire to become. I'm willing and I'm able. And you go through the stages as you talk to yourself. So you are learning to have emotional regulation. And I'm sure you will agree that's the foundation for addiction, isn't it? Yeah, well, absolutely. If, if you, if you're unable to regulate your emotions, especially painful emotions, you're going to find some way to do it. You're going to find some activity, behavior, or substance that will get you out of pain and suffering. We can't stay in pain and suffering forever and we, we need relief. But if we don't know how to do that, we get stuck. But what I also hear you saying is that there are these quick techniques that you can use to calm your nervous system, to yes. pull your nervous system down so that you can, yes. you can get to a state where you can manifest these other thoughts, this, these other yes. ways of thinking. And you can use these techniques to be able to make that shift quickly and move out of it so you can make that change or maybe not even make that change, just start to create that direction going the way that you you really yes. want to go towards the park with the bench with the food with the music and and your kids and being able to do that but you have to be regulated to get there yes so what i am declaring to you to everyone that it's discipline it takes 28 days minimum and that's really the bare minimum to feel that shift and that right. shift has to be done every day, every day, every day you got to do that new behavior, every day, new behavior, new be until it becomes your second nature, because everything is programmed, as we know. Repetition creates a new programming, good, bad, or right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You can have, you can have wonderful habits and you can have very destructive habits and, and they both uh, work the same way. And we have some choice over what habits are we going to practice? 
Yes, yes. But you need to create the habit and people don't realize how it creeps up because it happened to them without the systematic approach. I'm offering a systematic approach to creating a new habit, a healthy, long-lasting habit and behavior. And it will never go away. I mean, uh, it's fascinating how people say, well, you never gain weight. And I'm saying, I never think about it. And they, they look at me like, what do you mean? I said, I'm being programmed. It's been so many years now that it's my mind knows, okay, this is the way we're keeping her. Thank you, mind. But you need to program it before it, it goes on its own. And that's right. the part that people need to hear. There is no quick fix. No. You can't, yeah, you return to pills. You return to, again, not feeling free. Don't you want, Dwayne, to be free, to have this freedom of choice, to be able to say no and yes to yourself? Don't we want that? I think everybody wants that. <laughs> and I hear what you're saying is that with the right techniques that you can create that possibility for yourself. You can find ways in which to manifest that and, and create it. Yes. And again, I'm not offering a stress-free life because stress is part of our life. It is. We got to accept it. It's just that we don't need to be destroyed by it. We can master our stress. We can master our mind. And that's a big one. Um, to be able to eat when you're hungry and sleep when you're tired, as simple as those chores are, can be the most difficult for humans to do. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we can easily get stuck in our, in our habits and not really slow down enough to understand that this is something that we can change and we can use these techniques. Like you said, the, the being able to breathe, grabbing your thumb, being able to have that sound, I think probably changes the nervous system in some way. Totally. Maybe even we look at like it from a scientific perspective, the polyvagal theory, you know, activates the parasympathetic nervous system, yes. calms us down where we can be yes. in that space to yes. be able to, to make those changes and not be in that fight or flight state of, yes. of threat. Yes. And it's, it's to me, and I'm listening to many, many podcasts every day. I want to be aware of the latest discovery breakthrough but it's still the same it goes back to the same thing the ability to regulate your emotion there is no other choice how are we going to do it there are many approach to that huh? many paths yeah. to Rome I got my past that has worked for a lot of people and but what I'm telling everyone is once you get, you found your path, don't get excited 
and try a new path because you heard it on the radio. That's what people do. The mind is slow to change. You got to have that consistency and that repeating daily, not adding too much excitement to it because you, the mind is, needs clarity and uh, focus. So being so able to I stay on that path, yes, path and, com- yes. and, and commit to that path. I am on that path for, for 35 years. And this morning again, I'm repeating my meditation. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. And that sameness makes you feel safe, safe right. within. And once we have that safe place within, because the addiction is not the problem, it's the result of not knowing how to access a safe place within, which has to do with your regulating emotion and all of that. So when people yeah. focus, I have a problem. No, your problem is, is focusing on learning how to relax. It's not the addiction. The addiction will disappear as you expand on the other side. Yes. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, if we don't have that safe space in our body and we don't know how to manifest that, once again, I think we're going to find some way to try and escape it. And it's probably going to be in a habit that doesn't really get us where we want to go. The only thing I know is, is to engage the addiction. That's the only way I have out. But what you're saying is if you can, if you can calm yourself, calm your nervous system, you can begin to manifest your vision. And here's a structure to be able to do that. Here's a direction. So I guess my question to you too now is if someone was coming into you, what would be the first thing you would do with them that would help them get them on this path? The first thing is the experience of calmness and and teaching them the easy way to do it. Like I started with you, starting with the sensory access and being present to the sounds around you, The breath is critical, breathing and feeling your power center. And the power is the third chakra in yoga, the belly. And the activity of breathing properly, most people don't breathe properly. They're constantly, you know, breathing from the chest and tightness and uh, hyperventilating. I don't and that creates more. So the ability to shift your breathing and to know you have control, that can change your life, that you are the master of those choices, and they are easy to access. You don't have to be a scientist. or It's very simple. I can give you your thumb to do in case of this, Something to say, I can, I do, I will. Wow, instead of, oh my God, I can't, this is awful, I'm dying here. This is where the mind goes. The mind left alone will always go to the negativity bias. So it's not an orchestra for happiness. We expect the mind to, oh, it's not my fault, was my mind. Yes, because the mind is a monkey mind for the Indian. It hasn't been trained to, to be your servant. Once you make it your servant, you are free. Yes, 
it's a long quest. Not really, because it's a joyful quest. It's long but joyful. It's all about reinforcing, reinforcing with each day, with each month, until you really have less of the work to do. It's embedded into your mind. So it's worth investing the time to do that, you know? Yeah, I love what you're saying because I think understanding that, that you're right, we can get so lost in all of the minuscule pieces of it, but really it's about, um, it's simple, do these things and, and, you know, calm the monkey mind that's going to take you all (sighs) over the place, wherever it is and master your mind. And then that's a, that's a possible thing to do. And that, yeah, life still has suffering. There's still hard things in life. But you get to decide where that goes. You decide, you, you, you become your own best friend. And I had a tough morning, for example. This morning I had a tough morning because of the weather. My knee got twisted. I don't know how. And I woke up with my knees hurting now and, 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 and the Chrome thing to download, you know. And all yeah. of a sudden I was getting noticing. Getting onto the podcast, getting onto the, the podcast, Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And I was noticing my negative. See, it's about the awareness. Uh, awareness. Yep. I was noticing all this bombardment of like negative thoughts and the knee and then now and this and, and the podcast and I don't care. And, and I'm, I'm watching the show for a moment. And I said, okay, Edvige, let's take charge of this, right? So I went for my meditation. I put nice music. I kind of worked with picturing my knee feeling better. I know it's been, I'm telling you, my knee is 80% better. I'm calm. I'm here. Right. And I'm saying, wow, it's like the storm we had. It's like this, the wind and this, that, that. but then everything calms down and I'm offering, instead of waiting for the wind to calm down, hopefully it will, is you being able to stop that wind. And once you know you can, it's amazing freedom and excitement and joy to know you can. And that's what I experienced just this morning. I think that's such a great example uh, of this. And I'm so happy to share your morning and shared your moment because it shows you how you can change this experience. And as you were talking, I was thinking, I kind of had a crazy morning as well. I spilled coffee all over myself this morning, you know, and at first it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And I kind of in a way did the same thing. Is this really something to be upset about? And I decided... (sighs) No, not really. It'll be fine. And just kind of got back to that space of calm. And it sounds like you were able to do the same thing. And, yes, and that this is yes. something that you you manifest on a, on a daily basis and that daily changes basis. your whole outlook and changes the direction of your day just by those yes. choices. Yes. Simple, simple choice in the, the awareness and the question like you ask yourself. And the question I have is, what's your intention? Whatever you do, ask yourself, what is my intention? If you show up somewhere, what's my intention? 
You don't just show up to, I don't know why. Just what's your intention to be calm, to be open, to be... So you develop that personal relationship to yourself. And I just listened to an amazing podcast on trauma. And this doctor was telling people the result of trauma is we abandon ourselves. We have no longer self-compassion. We have self-indulgence, but no self-compassion. And that ability to say, oh, my God, you are going through a tough time right now. But we can do it. We can do it. We'll make it. Instead of you know, ridiculous and abandoning ourselves and starting yeah. destroying by the power of words. And words can be the worst weapons on this planet, right? Absol- absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Avish, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your insight and the the promise of a fresh start, right? Yes. There's one question I'd love to ask every guest when when we're wrapping up is if someone is out there and maybe they're struggling, maybe they're having a hard time, maybe they don't think they can have a fresh start. What would you what would you want to tell them if you could say one thing to them? What would you want to say? Never to give up. And use your imagination. You have it. We all have it. We may not have much else. But start imagining how you could be, and it will get you. you, The universe will take you on this journey. You will find the people you need. You will have the resources coming your way. Miracles will happen once you do that. Oh, Avish, thank you so much for saying that. All right. How, how can people find you if they want more information about you? Where can they where can okay. they find you? Okay. Thank you for the question. Uh, New Life Directions, which is easier than my name sometimes to find me. New Life Directions, because you enter a new life. Dot com and go on the contact page. You'll find those two. One is the download of the three C's, the mindful meditation. And you have a little extra sample with a thumb to clear your anxiety. And contact me, you know, I do customized work uh, just for you. I'm offering through MP3 recording of the vision of you, the way you want to be. And how to come, yes, and people love that because they use it every day to go to sleep sometime, to wake up with, and it's very personalized. And I give you like three words to repeat that become your password to access the memory of the programming. It's very effective. Oh, thank you so much. I will put all those links in the show notes at theaddictedmind.com so people thank can look you them very up. Thank you Avish, thank you so much once again for so coming on to the podcast. I just really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Addicted Mind podcast. As usual, all the show notes will be at theaddictedmind.com. So go ahead and check that out there. And if you got a lot out of this episode, think about sharing it with a friend 
or write a review in iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. That means a lot to me. And join our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in the Addicted Mind Podcast and click join and continue the conversation online. All right, everyone, have a wonderful day and I will talk to you on the next episode. It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.